Section 1 of Our Street. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Christina Roth. Our Street by William Makepeace Thackeray. Our Street. Our street, from the little nook which I occupy in it, and when I and a fellow lodger and friend of mine cynically observe it, presents a strange, motley scene. We are not as yet in the town, and we have left the country where we were when I came to lodge with Mrs. Camisole, my excellent landlady. I then took second-floor apartments at number 17 Wadilove Street, and since, although I have never moved, having various little comforts about me, I find myself living at number 46A, Pocklington Gardens. Why is this? Why am I to pay 18 shillings instead of 15? I was quite as happy in Wadilove Street, but the fact is, a great portion of that venerable old district has passed away, and we are being absorbed into the splendid, new, white-stuccoed, doric-porticoed, Genteel Pocklington Quarter. Sir Thomas Gibbs Pocklington, MP for the borough of Lathamplaster, is the founder of the district and his own fortune. The Pocklington Estate Office is in the square, on a line with Waddell, with Pocklington Gardens, I mean. The old inn, the Ram and Magpie, where the market gardeners used to bait, came out this year with a new white face and title, the Shield, etc., of Pocklington Arms. Such a shield it is, such quarterings, Howard, Cavendish, De Rose, De La Zouche, all mingled together. Even our house, 46A, which Mrs. Camisole has had painted white in complement to the gardens of which it now forms part, is a sort of imposter and has no business to be called gardens at all. Mr. Gibbs, Sir Thomas's agent and nephew is furious at our daring to take the title which belongs to our betters. The very next door, number 46, the Honourable Mrs. Mountnaughty, is a house of five stories, shooting up proudly into the air, thirty feet above our old high-roofed, low-roomed old tenement. It belongs to Captain Bragg, not only the landlord, but the son-in-law of Mrs. Camisole, who lives a couple of hundred yards down the street, at the bungalow. He was the commander of the Ram Chunder East Indiaman, and has quarreled with the Pocklingtons ever since he bought houses in the parish. He it is who will not sell or alter his houses to suit the spirit of the times. He it is who, though he made the widow Camisole change the name of her street, will not pull down the house next door, nor the baker's next, nor the iron bedstead and feather warehouse ensuing, nor the little barber's with a pole, nor, I am ashamed to say, the tripe shop, still standing. The barber powders the heads of the great footmen from Pocklington Gardens. They are so big that they can scarcely sit in his little premises. And the old tavern, the East Indiaman, is kept by Bragg's ship steward and protests against the Pocklington Arms. Down the road is Pocklington Chapel, Reverend Oldham's locum, in brick with arched windows and a wooden belfry. Sober, dingy, and hideous. 
In the center of Pocklington Gardens rises St. Waldorf's, the Reverend Cyril Turifer and Assistants, a splendid Anglo-Norman edifice, vast, rich, elaborate, brand new and intensely old. Down Avemary Lane, you may hear the clink of the little Romish chapel bell, and hard by is a large, broad-shouldered Ebenezer, Reverend Jonas Grono, out of the windows of which the hymns come booming all Sunday long. Going westward along the line, we come presently to Commandine House, on a part of the gardens of which Commandine Gardens is about to be erected by his lordship. Farther on, the pineries, Mr. and Lady Mary Mango. And so we get into the country, and out of our street altogether, as I may say. But in the half-mile, over which it may be said to extend, we find all sorts and conditions of people, from the right honorable Lord Comedine down to the present topographer, who, being of no rank, as it were, has the fortune of being treated on almost friendly footing by all, from his lordship down to the tradesman. End of section one.